in person. Love talk uh, radio. Text, and I can relay it that way. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516-418-5651 after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about angelic encounters. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Mary, um, slightly frustrated Brotherton. It is 11 o'clock on, um, I don't even know what day it is, I'm so bamboozled today, Friday, September 22nd, 2023, and I do have a caller on hold who is texting me, so I'm going to be able to have a conversation that way. Um, I'm going to find out what the caller's name is. So if you'll text me, please, caller, tell me what your name is. I can introduce you in a roundabout way to our listeners. And then we can uh, see if you have any questions or an angel story. And you're going to have to just t- text it, and I'll relay it. I can't hear it. Um, although, maybe it's my speaker. So you could try talking. All right, Vince, how about we let you speak, and then you just text me when you're finished, And but I won't know what you're saying, so I won't be able to answer any questions. Crazy. I'm going to continue working on my speaker situation. I don't know what's happening here. So I don't know if you're speaking or not, Vince. Hello, can you hear me? Vince, are you telling a story? Okay, good. Um, I have no idea what you said. So unless you want to, oh my gosh, my computer just went bonky, bonky. And I don't know if I'm on a, okay, I'm still here. Good job. Um, Yeah, I'm having all kinds of technical issues. My other computer stopped um, working this morning, and so I'm using my backup laptop and hoping for the best. But you know what? I've got an idea. I'm going to try calling into the show from my phone. Sometimes I can do that. And then I should be able to actually to you. So just hang on for a second and we'll see where we go from here. Um, meanwhile, I'm going to let's see if it'll come through. This is a weird, weird show. Here we go. Okay, okay yes. Yes. Can, Can you, you hear me, buddy? Hello, can you hear me? Hello, yes, I hear you. Yay, we got a resolve. Yeah, yeah sometimes, sometimes we have to do workarounds work and yeah, tell the computer that we're actually in charge, not them. 
Yeah, I know. But so, did, with you the, have, um, did you have an angel say, story to share today? Um, I don't have an angel story per se, but I do have a um, question if um, if the angels can tell you if I'm going to get a job soon. I just got laid off from a job a week and a half ago, and uh-huh. every job that I that I've applied for, I keep getting turned down. Um, last night, I went for a warehouse position, good pay, close to home. I felt really positive about it. They said they let me know within a week, and I got an email from them this morning. They turned me down, and this keeps happening all the time to me. Whatever jobs I apply for, I keep getting turned down. And I just, I just before I called into your show, I just got a, I just had a phone interview with a water treatment company nearby, and she's going to set me up with an in-person interview. And then um, later this afternoon, I have a uh, over-the-phone job interview um, with a, um, a cure Dr. Pepper Snapple company. So you're so diversifying your opportunities here. What's that? Good. You're, yeah. you're not trying so, to just stay pigeonholed into one job. Right. And I think that's important. That was the first um, intuition that I got was you need to make sure you're diversified and that you are not sticking to what you used to know. Right. Uh, as far as whether you're going to get a job quickly or not, I don't have any information on that right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There is there is one particular angel, um, mm-hmm. Jeremiel. I believe, or maybe it's it. Oh, I I I don't have my notes and. Um, but there's one or, one or two angels that you can call on. I'm pretty sure Jeremiel's one, and uh, Zed Kiel. They are really in tune with people who work with their hands for a living. Right. And any kind of um, physical endeavor. So just reach out to them and ask them to help steer you into the you know where you need to go. Okay. So let me ask you this, Vince. If you could do anything in the world, what would it be? What would be your ideal job? That's easy. Um, Acting and writing would be my number one. um, I used to live in Los Angeles. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I was starting to make some strides. I finally got unionized. Um, So I'm part of VAFRA and SAG. And I started getting bit parts here and there, starting to pay more. And then my wife got sick. And so reluctantly, I moved to uh, the middle of nowhere in New York, and I hate it here. I hate New York. I hate everything about it. But I have no choice in it. And, um, and then on top of that, if I wanted to do acting, I'd have to go into New York. But right now, the acting strike is so there are people in the industry that have, are used to, you know, 
they're bringing in a paycheck to pay the bills and, and uh, all their stuff. But the strike has taken a hard toll on a lot of people in the industry, not just actors and voiceovers, but people behind the scenes too, the camera crews and everything. And there doesn't seem to be an end to the strike. So it's to me, that's that's all done. It's just history for me now. I'm never going to be able to do anything like that. So my second goal is to find a job because I've always worked with my hands. I've always worked in the um, industrial field. I've worked at Pepsi. I've worked at Coke. I've worked at breweries. Um, you know, and um, I just recently uh, I had back-to-back interviews about three months ago with a at a water company, water bonding company, and I thought I was going to get the job, and they turned me down. And I keep applying and hoping that maybe somehow, some way, I'll be able to get it. But nothing looks good right now. Everything is up in the air. Something doesn't come like real soon. Um, I was just going to end up losing my car, losing my home, just everything I have right now. Yeah. Not very much. So right now in restitution, the last job I had, I worked at a brewery in Pennsylvania, and I just got laid off because it was seasonal, and I had turned down uh, full-time another full-time job to go to this company thinking it was going to go full-time, and I made a bad choice. Um, so I'm just real bad buying at this point. You said you also like to write. What kind of writing? Oh, um, I, I've written uh, I've written a book that I've been trying to get published, and so far no one's interested. It's kind of like a um, Goodfellas and Casino thing. It's really true to life. It's called Brush Behind Teamsters. Um, and then I'm also uh, starting um, uh, to write a script about... Um, a book and a script about organized religion, how pathetic it is, and and uh, um, sexual deviance, and and the leaders of the church who perpetrate the crimes and lie uh-huh. and brainwash. And then the other book, uh, the other script that I'm writing, it's called um, it's called The Big H. Um, there was a woman. Um, uh, have you ever heard of a woman called Peggy Entwistle? Um, I don't think so. Okay, she she became one of the most famous people in Hollywood back in the in the twenties, um, mid twenties, early thirties. But uh, but it wasn't so much for her acting. She was a great actress and everything, and she started getting some parts. But she was distraught over everything that had happened to in her life, and she just happened to live down the street at that time it was Hollywood land sign and not Hollywood but Hollywood land and right. um, she just happened to live down the street from there so one one Sunday she told her uncle she was going for a walk and she took a walk down to the Hollywood land sign and she climbed up to the H and she put she folded up her coat with a very nice neat pile, put her down, and then she put her purse on top of it. She climbed to the very top of the H and threw herself off. Yeah, and I did not know her even, name, but I've heard that story. Yeah, and even to this day, 
um, people say they still see her, that people that live in the area and, and whatnot, they still see her um, uh, walking around and saying hi to her. Now, the funny, the most ironic thing about the whole story was three days after she committed suicide, she got a letter from uh, a telegram from a producer that wanted to star her in a Broadway play um, with Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart. Uh, and oh it was about gosh. a woman who, and it was about a woman who's contemplating suicide because her life has gone to hell. That that was the most ironic twist about that. That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm writing a script about that right now too, and then there was another one that I want to write about as well. Got a question so for you? Those, yeah, so those are a couple of ideas that I've had. Um, but in my book about crushing behind Teamsters, I talk about the leaders of Teamsters, how they started, um, uh, the, the people that they murdered over the years to get their way or to keep people in the mouth shut, um, the corruption, just everything, even the way they run it now. It's just unbelievable. I talk about their involvement with the Kennedy assassination. Um, you know, it's just a whole ton of stuff that people don't even know. So, as as a as a member of SAG AFTRA, can you write scripts um, and and sell them? I can. I'd have to, but I have to go. There are a lot of literal agents, but I have to. I have to go through uh, so many, so much red tape and and proper channels just for even for anyone to even look everything that I, that you write and it's not an easy thing it's not something that you can just just do um you know so and it takes a long time before someone shows interest i was trying to get a hold of um uh uh the guy who the guy who produced um Pistino and goodfellas and see if he'd be interested in in uh looking at what i've written because it's everything I've written in that book, I did a lot of research in through uh, the back. Um, but some of the stuff, I don't have the proof. Um, so what I did was in the book, I, I say that um, a lot of the stuff that's in the book is, um, is just uh, my personal view and opinions uh, mm-hmm. of events, that, the real events that have occurred. Um, so this way, no one can come, the Teamsters or nobody who has the Teamsters can come back to me and say, well, we're going to sue you because this is accurate, you know. Right. This way, they can't touch me. I wonder so, if this is something that maybe you could pitch to a streaming network that doesn't um, have to rely on Hollywood. You know, I never thought about that. I, I got to give that some thought because I, it never yeah, really think, think about that to me. because that could be the answer. I mean, the H that story right there needs to be told. And, oh yeah, there's no two ways about it. You know, if you were to be able to get onto Amazon or Netflix or Hulu or one of those, um, that would solve your work issues right there. 
Yeah, because I know this book would be a big hit, um, the Teamsters book, and then from there I can go on to the other products that I want to do. Um, but it's just a matter of getting someone to listen to me and listen to what I have to say, and that's all it is. Yeah. So. There, there has to be a, a way to get into that. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but um, there has to be some contact somewhere that you can find out. Yeah. I'm thinking the same thing. I just got to figure out how now. Yeah. And maybe this is why you're unemployed right now, to give you the time that you need to pursue this. Yeah. And and don't don't think for a minute that that you know you, that you're all alone because there are a lot of people right now that are unemployed, and there are options out there to help you with the government. Yeah, I know. You know, it's just it's just having to you know like the uncertainty right now. Of, Am I going to be able to keep my house? Am I going to be able to not my house, but my place to live? Am I going to be able to uh, maintain my car uh, and keep yeah. it? Um, am I going to be able to pay my bills? Am I going to be able to buy? There's just it's inflation and everything is so high right now. It's just, it's just my wife and I, and two weeks ago, I went grocery shopping at Walmart, and it cost me $180 just for the grocery store. And then, yeah. And then I and I buy my produce at a local market here that they deal with local local farmers, and when I went to buy the produce, that was another uh, forty dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it was just unbelievable. Have you, have you looked into going on unemployment while you're looking for a job? Have I looked at what? Going on unemployment. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I already have. I've already I've already did, um, did the whole thing of unemployment, so I'm going to be starting collecting uh, ne- next week. I've already okay. set everything up. So, but it's uh, you know, and unemployment and, and the inflation is so high. Like my wife, my wife had to take an early retirement because she lost her eyesight. And she only gets a thousand dollars a month from the government. And That's if it ridiculous. wasn't for when I was, yeah, and if it wasn't for me that when I was working, um, there's no way she could live on, on that. And and unemployment only after after they take off the taxes. And I mean, you're lucky to get like maybe 500 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. And with the inflation the way it is, like my wife should be people like my wife. They should when they, once they're forced to retire, my wife should be getting at least. Uh, a, 25 to 3,000 a month. Easy because well, of the she should qualify for disability, shouldn't she? Well, no, she's she's uh, she's getting uh, money from Medicare now. Okay, okay. So, um, you know, but that's all they're paying her. Is, is she on Medicaid? Just, it's either Medicare or Medicaid. I don't know which. Because but I mean, if she's her, on Medicaid, if she's on Medicaid that her medical bills should be taken care of. They're, they're um, not. People think they are, but they're not. Um, they they pay the majority of it, but I, we thought that, like, she had to have um, surgery recently, and every doctor's appointment, that, and even the surgery that we went to, 
um, cost us $250 out of pocket. So I had to put that on the credit card, and my credit card is almost maxed, and I and there's just no way I can pay. My I have a $6,000 limit, and you know, and then on, on to top it off, I keep I keep checking my bank account, and luckily for me, I do because someone used my bank account to purchase uh, over $200 worth of uh, stuff from TikTok, and I don't even use TikTok. Oh so I my put in gosh! A, yes. So I so I just put in a dispute with my bank. My bank has been really good because every dispute that I put in when someone has tried to use my account for something, I've always won. So um, and usually they do alert me, and this time they didn't. But there's four different charges for fifty dollars each, and one of them is for Hong Kong. And I don't even use TikTok. I don't, I've never even heard of. That. I know that they're social media, but that's all. But I've never gone on TikTok. I have no reason to. I could care less about social media at all. I didn't you know you could buy anything there. I didn't know either. I think they have like some kind of like membership program that you can buy. Okay. Um, God knows what that is all about. But I mean, I don't even. I mean, you could buy you could buy uh, uh, a social media program from Facebook. And what that'll do is they'll take off all the ads and everything, but and they'll give you they'll you'll be a, a prime member. But who cares about that? I, I don't. Yeah. The only ones who really care about that are social so people who are really into the social media. But I'm not one of them. I could care less about that. So I don't know how they got it. So anyway, they they um, they. Um, um, the, uh, they told me to throw away my card because no one can use it now, and they're, they've had to issue me a new bank card. So you're just having to be really careful in checking your account. And I said this to everyone. So. Yeah, because those secret charges can slip by, and if you leave them too long, then you can't get, you can't get the money back. Yeah, I mean, about four months ago, they had to issue me a new card because someone used my bank card to try and make a $400 purchase at some vitamin store I never heard of. Holy smokes. So, yeah, so it's ridiculous. Um, I know a few years ago, um, I was with another bank, and someone tried to use my account to buy $1,000 worth of uh, electronic equipment, like a new computer and stuff. Um and uh, luckily, the computer store found out that uh, because all the details that they gave of who they were and everything were fraudulent. And, and so luckily, the, the computer store canceled them. But what I don't understand is they would not give me any information as to who tried to use my card for that because even though they had it, and they wouldn't even call the police. So I called the police and let them know and everything. So so, um, so like... Everything you do, like if you find out who is responsible for doing that kind of stuff, um, you have to call the police yourself and report it, and on top of calling the bank. So That's crazy. Yeah, it is. So I'm just hoping that something comes for me real soon. I hope um, so too. I'm I'm not getting any um information right now about it. 
except just I keep feeling stay hopeful, keep the faith, and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome. I'm glad you called, and I'm grateful we were able to resolve these issues with the technology today. Yeah. All right. All right thank well, you. You're welcome. Good luck with everything. All right. All right. Bye-bye. I'm going to end the show on this. I'm going to go have to go back and check and see if I have another caller. I have to get away from my computer because the closer I get to it, the more it echoes. Nope, no other callers. Thanks for listening to Go With Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go With Angels, just reach out to Mary at BeUnique.org for details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more stories about angelic encounters. Follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.